Sixers training camp day three officially in the books. Today we'll recap everything you need to know from day three of camp. And oh oh boy, did this one get spicy today. Not on the floor, but off. Why? Because Joel Embiid is in vengeance mode. That's right, I'm fired up. He's seeing it. He's calling it how he sees it. There's no more holding back the truth. Let's talk about it. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome on into Philly Take with RB, where we constantly talk Philadelphia sports. You know what to do. Drop a like, subscribe if you're new, hit the notification bell. Let me know if you've been enjoying these training camp coverage videos. And uh, check out the merch store and consider becoming a channel member for additional support and exclusive perks today. Boy, did this one get absolutely hectic today. Honestly, there weren't even a lot of coverages and videos and clips and, and news in terms of what happened on the floor, but off the floor, Joel Embiid with maybe the most profound comments we have heard in a long, long time for this franchise. But before we get right into it, let's go ahead and hear a quick word from our sponsor, BetQL. Do you want to get an advantage over your sports book? Well, if so, BetQL is the perfect app for you, their best bet model. Scans over 350,000 unique bets per year to give you a best bet recommendation. Across all major sports for every single game, they cover everything from spreads, over, unders, player props. They even give you the news, injury updates, and any other information you need to succeed on your bets in real time. I've been using BetQL myself, and I will say they have some of the sharpest analytics. They really go into detail, and I've already been cashing in due to the information they provide, so... If you're looking to take your sports betting to another level like I am, go ahead and download BetQL right now from the App Store or Google Play Store or just go right down to the description. Click the link and use promo code RB for 25% off of any subscription offering. Again, promo code RB, 25% off of any subscription offering. Be sure to check out the special BetMGM offer in the description as well to claim $200 in free bets no matter whether your wager wins or not as long as you're in an eligible state. Again, you can find all this information down below. And thank you to them for sponsoring on this content. All right. All right. We are here. We have arrived. And boy, you know, we'll go over some of the things we saw on the floor today, even though there wasn't a sufficient amount. But boy, did Joel make the headlines. Why? Because he's calling out 2-5. Let's look at it, man. First and foremost, a huge Joel Embiid was asked a, a simple question, I think, about the report that came out a couple days ago. I can't even keep track because there's so many reports coming out, but he was asked about the whole thing with uh, 2-5, you know, not being able to fit his game alongside Joel Embiid. I think it was Keith Pompeo asked it. I'm not exactly sure, but Joel went on a two-minute rant, and we're going to break down each part of what he said. First and foremost, he says, I saw the report. I'm not sure. I don't know if it came from him or whatever, but over the past few months, um, stuff has been put out there looking at the reaction of him not being here. I feel like it's fair to assume it's coming from whether it's his agent or his people or whatever, like his camp and stuff. I feel like over the years, the way our team has been built around, you look at last year, the whole starting line shot, and, and just some quick context, you know, I'm I'm out here tweeting today, you know, follow me on Twitter at RB Philly Take. Um, you know, I'm out here just talking about this exact thing today out of the blue, and Joe LMB just absolutely tops me, man, but... He says, I was the worst three-point shooter in the starting lineup, and I shot 38% from three. We've always had shooters, and I feel like I can really play with anybody. I can make anybody better on the court. I don't necessarily need shooters, but I feel like over the years, you look like when we first signed Al Horford, 
It's because we needed a stretch five just to make sure that that was there. Most of my career, I've had to step out to the three-point line, which I don't mind. I like to be a basketball player. I like to do everything on the basketball court. So we break down that first part of it. He's exactly right. And I was tweeting about this today because all these little stand boys want to come at me again. Oh, well, let's send 2-5 to where he can get a fresh start. Here's my thing. You keep talking about a better fit for him. The Sixer starting lineup is one of the best fits. Why? Because they have shooters. That's what Daryl Morey did when he came in. That was his first body of work. He got Danny Green, Seth Curry. Last year, Seth Curry shot 45% from three. Danny Green, 40% from three. Tobias Harris, 39.4% from three. And Joel Embiid, who's your center, 37.7% from three. In fact, Carl Anthony Towns last year shot 38.7% from three. So all these people talking about the Timberwolves are a way better fit. Okay, fine. He's shooting 1% better from long range. And guess what? They don't have the amount of shooters that the Sixers do in their starting lineup when it comes to percentages. This is what I'm talking about. You actually have to pay attention. And Joel's right. That's what we've been talking about. He changed his game, the landscape of what he had to do in part because of 2-5 and we've continually tried to build around. This is what I've been saying. I'm not trying to pump my own chest here. But the, but the goal, the objective, especially before Daryl Morey came, was to build around 2-5 and Joel, both of them. Come on, man. It gets even spicier, guys. It Put more hot sauce on it. Here comes Joel and beat again. He says, but I feel like our teams have been built, whether it's the shooting needed or the stretch five and all. I feel like he's always had it here. We still have it. Seth, one of the best three-point shooters. Danny Green, Tobias is a 40% three-point shooter. Urkan off the bench. At times, shake. I think he can be a better shooter. You know, he can get hot. We just added George Niang, so I feel like our teams have always been built around his needs. It was kind of surprising to see. We'll say that even going back to it. Listen closely. This is where it gets crazy. We'll say that even going back to, I mean, the reason we signed Al, we got rid of Jimmy Butler, which I still think was a mistake. Hold up. Yes, sir. Joel Embiid is a freaking king. He's a king. Give him the keys to the city already, would you? So now this guy's out here speaking the truth. He said it in his press conference. I'm honest. I speak it how I see it. And we've got on him at points for not being as vocal. Well, guess what? He's out here calling out the chump, and he's calling out the organization. I mean, we'll just keep going. Which I still think was a mistake just to make sure he needed the ball in his hands. That's right. And that's the decision they made. Like I said, it is surprising. Oh, my gosh. But I'm focused on the guys that are here. The situation is disappointing. Borderline kind of disrespectful to all the guys that are out here fighting for their lives. Some guys rely on the team being successful to stay in the league and make money. Because if you're on a winning team, you're always going to have a spot in the league just because you're on a winning team and you contributed. Yes, sir. Come on, man. Talk to him, Joe. <laughs> this guy, yo, this man, Joe Ellen B, like, they should just they should just record what this man says and just play it on the speakers. He is talking facts right now. 
If you are a true, true OG on this channel and you remember one of my first videos on here, you know, I remember talking about Jimmy Butler going on J.J. Reddick's podcast. Number one, talking about that Toronto series where Brett Brown took the ball out of two fives hands and then took it out of Jimmy's hands and it went back and forth. There was no structure or anything. The whole season was pretty much collapsing and then just the, the energy, the chemistry. And then I remember him also talking about why he left Philadelphia, Jimmy Butler, because they were trying to control him, and there was just, you know, kind of like a power struggle. And you know what? Joel's right. He, I can't believe he came out here and said this, but it was a mistake. We chose Brett Brown and 2-5 over Jimmy Buckets. Joel Embiid and Jimmy Buckets, good friends. Guess what they do? They play hard. They represent Philadelphia. They embody the spirit of Philadelphia. Joel, talk to him, man. I'm tired of, uh, you know, these stand boys and the media flipping the narrative. I'm so glad that someone, especially Joel Embiid, is out here talking about this stuff because he's speaking facts. All we have done is design this team around the two of them. And, 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 and the blame goes everywhere else. No, take accountability for your shortcomings. You're not the victim, 2-5. And then Joel talks about how it's affecting everybody else. He called the situation disrespectful. It's a fact. He's right. Some of these role players win on championship teams. They go and get their big payday. Come on, man. And, and it just, I love it. It shows how selfish his move is, not only for himself, as he's about to lose like $8 million, but it's selfish for everybody else. Thank you, Joe. Joe LMB, man. You are a king. Don't let that loser off the hook, man. I, I, I just love it. I love it. Joel finishes. Obviously, we're a better team with him. We're not a better team without him. That's for sure. We're a better team with him. Like I said, it's surprising. I'm focused on the guys that are here. We're trying to get better, get on the same agenda. We have to attack. Uh, we're a better team with him, no question. We hope he changes his mind, but I kind of owe it to these guys to worry about what we have here. That's the fun of the job to figure out what's going to happen. That's not my job. I'm not the GM. I'm not an owner, so that's none of my business, honestly. I'm glad Joel finally put it to these owners, and you know, I don't even know how Elton Brand still has a job but I'm glad Joel finally stuck it to him and he's speaking his mind. He's on vengeance mode and he's out here to be a dog. He's out here to attack. I love it. I love it. That was, that stole the entire show today. We'll go over some of these other things, but you know, it, it's crazy. Like the, the relationship, there is no repairing it now. And I hope you're listening. You loser. You know, who I'm talking to, I hope you're listening to what he's saying out here. He's putting it all on the line. He's playing with a torn meniscus. He's putting all his blood, sweat, and tears on the line. And you won't show up to camp. Heart check. Heart check. Okay, let's talk about some other camp things that happened today. Um, Joel Embiid says he doesn't get on the scale. This also sent people into the to the heathens, you know what I mean? And um, he says it's not good for my mental health. I think he was more so saying, like, you know, just to constantly try to, like, critique his own weight and stuff. He's just out here working on his game. I think people took it out of proportion a little bit, but that was interesting. Joel also talking about the point guard that's actually here. Says he's helping Tyrese grows, grow his skills as a point man. Uh, my main thing for him, he has to be a point guard. He's really good scorer, but he has to be a point guard. Has to get guys in their spots. He has to do the little stuff that point guards do. I love it. Here's Tyrese Maxey. Shout out to Austin Crow. Had him on the channel before. Uh, this was from the video yesterday of Maxey in the corner. Look at that. 
little bit, you know, off center. But how about that, man? Form's looking nice. It's looking improved. I am loving it. This is something I never thought I'd see in my life. Um, Joel Hans and Bede and Andre Drummond going at it. And the Sixers really put the caption, battling for real estate. How about that, man? How about that? I, this is just crazier to me every time I see it, man. It, it's it's ridiculous. Um, here's one, one uh, camp clip today. We didn't really get much, like I said. Uh, Paul Reed hands it off. Tyrese Maxey comes around, dishes it. Curry off the dribble. Bang. That's pretty much all we got. The quality's not that good. So, um, yeah, you know, we just, it honestly, that Joel stole the entire show today, and I love it, and I'm glad it's out here on the forefront, and uh, people see it for what it really is. Another great quote today, Tobias talks about the fans. This was from his interview that he did. Um, Lauren did conduct an interview with each person, so shout out to her. Great job. Says, our fans are part, are part of our organization when we're successful, they're successful, and vice versa. That energy plays its part. I believe this city is thirsty for a championship. We want to bring that to the city. You got to love it, man. Another player, once again now, enhancing what the spirit and the effects of the fans do for this team, just like Joel did the other day. I love it, man. Buy in and, you know, just keep doing your thing. I love it. A couple Doc Rivers quotes today. Talked about Joel Embiid. He said he's an MVP waiting to happen. He said, um, when asked about what was one thing that, you know, he didn't really know about Joel before he coached him, and he said, I didn't know how good this guy was. Um, I agree. I think Joel, with everything going on here, I can see it. I can see it inside. He's pissed, and he's ready to come out here and, and just dominate like he has been. Um, and it's crazy. He's going to see less doubles with, with more shooters on the floor. He's just, you know, he's not going to have anybody in his way. He's not going to have a 6'10 point guard in his way that can't shoot. You know what I mean? They're going to be running pick and roll. It's going to be beautiful, man. I can't wait. Um, another day of the Sixers' second unit dominating again. Doc says the Sixers' second unit had a standout day three. They were phenomenal. They dominated Shake, Furkan, Matisse, Andre Drummond, and Niang. That group is having a hell of a camp. You got to love it. And then a, lo- a couple last things. Doc Rivers says that Paul Reed has been playing some five, thinks of him more as a five than a, a stretch four. And he said fouling is one of the biggest concerns. So, hey, maybe we'll see Paul Reed a little bit. Uh, if Andre Drummond comes off the floor maybe for a couple minutes, we will see. But um, I love to see these young guys working. Last thing comes with George Niang. A lot of people are, you know, debating about him. But he said he's looking forward to showing off his playmaking ability Surprises me, too. Said Doc allowed him to do so. Just about every player has talked about how smart he is. He has the IQ. At the end of the day, that's pretty much all we got from camp today. Shout out to BetQL for sponsoring this content, the only app you'll need to beat your sportsbook today. Go down to the description. Use promo code RB for 20% off on any, I'm sorry, 25% off of any subscription offering. And check the bet. MGM offer to claim $200 in free bets if your wager wins or not. All the info down below. Let me know your thoughts on everything today. We'll keep on covering it. And uh, we have a game next week. I can't wait. And I'm glad Joel is speaking from the heart. Give this guy the keys to the city. That being said, let me know all your thoughts. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.